Chapter 5, Campaign for Presidency After four years of President Dwight Eisenhower's reign in the White House, many Americans felt it was time to move on to a Democrat administration in 1956. Among those looking for change, John F. Kennedy was included. Jacqueline fully supported her husband's intentions to try out his hand at higher politics. If nothing else, Kennedy would run for vice president alongside Adlai Stevenson. In the end, Kennedy did not win the vice presidential slot, but he did get his name out there. Jackie's dislike for the media may have begun its obvious downward spiral at this point. Maxine Cheshire, a journalist, followed Jacqueline at the Democratic Convention, seeking a quote about her husband's endeavors, but she was having none of it. Onlookers say that the very pregnant woman hiked up her dress and broke into a run to escape. This reaction was not very professional, but it made people laugh and somehow added to Jackie's charm. Kennedy announced his candidacy for the presidency on January 3, 1960, thereby launching his campaign. In the beginning of the campaign, Jackie attended events with her husband, but her appearances grew less common when she discovered that she was pregnant. Due to her previous high-risk pregnancies, she decided to stay at home in Georgetown to watch after her health. She asked her husband numerous times to come to spend a bit of time with her and their daughter, but JFK was reluctant to do so, arguing that he needed to focus entirely on his campaign. The media gathered around their house, putting additional stress on Jacqueline during her pregnancy. Although she was not in the hot seat, she remained in the eye of the media. All of the couple's hard work paid off on July 13, 1960, and John F. Kennedy was nominated at the 1960 Democratic National Convention in Los Angeles as the proffered candidate for presidency of the United States. Due to her pregnancy, Jacqueline did not attend the event. She was growing more and more nervous about her pregnancy. Kennedy flew home for a brief moment to have Thanksgiving with his family, but he had to fly back to Palm Beach that same night. When her due date was only three weeks away, she asked her husband to stay close. Why can't you stay here until I have the baby and then we can go down together? JFK replied that he could not do so. Their friend Bill Walton said that three weeks might as well have been six months to him. He was not about to put everything on hold just because Jackie was a little nervous. He had a country to run. He left an upset wife behind him as he headed back to Palm Beach. His plane had barely lifted off the ground when Jacqueline was rushed to an emergency cesarean section. As soon as he landed, he immediately turned around and rushed back to his wife and newborn son. Although she was an exhausted mother, Jacqueline tried her best to maintain support of her husband's candidacy from home. In a weekly newspaper column called Campaign Wife, Jackie answered submitted questions and gave interviews. Additionally, her fashion choices drew a bit of attention from the media. Before she gave birth, she wore maternity clothing that emphasized her pregnancy, rather than trying to hide it. This was a new idea for the American public, and they were a bit flabbergasted. The coin had two sides, though. She was admired for her personal style, but criticized for her preference for expensive French clothing. She was named as one of the 12 best-dressed women in the world at one point. Jacqueline was not overly pleased with this attention, she often refused to discuss her wardrobe and instead drove the conversation toward the work she was doing for her husband's campaign.